0: It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me to talk tonight. Um, I am so grateful to have y'all as a community, even if I'm not always in the same room as y'all. And I'm also grateful to the community outside of the room that allows me to be here tonight to uh, sit with y'all and to talk with y'all. And I think some of y'all also have partners and family members um, at home who are supporting your practice, even while not sitting. Um, and I'm especially grateful to those partners and family members who uh, live their life without us, while while we're here. Whenever Miyoshi asks me to do anything, I just say yes. Um, I'm always assuming that he he has the best interests in mind of everyone's and the world's interests in mind, um, even if I don't particularly feel like I have that much to say. Um, and so this time I looked for some inspiration on the internet of all places, and I came across some interesting stuff I wanted to share with y'all. Um, I found some things so fascinating that I wanted to stop all study of everything else that I'm doing right now and to just focus on the thing that I came across and maybe I'll end up doing that. Maybe not, but I wanted to share with you what I came across. I came across this case or koan. Um, I don't f- even know if it's in a book or has a has a number or an introduction, um, but I wanted to share it with you all, or part of it anyway. Mazu, Zen master Daji of Zhangshu studied with Nanue, Zen master Dahui. After intimately receiving Nanue's mind seal, Mazu was continuously engaged in Zazen. One day, Nanyue went up to him and said, Virtuous one, what's your intention in doing zazen? Mazu said, my intention is to become a Buddha. Nanyue picked up a tile and started to polish it on a rock. Mazu said, what are you doing? Nanyue said, I am polishing this tile to make a mirror. Mazu said, how can you make a mirror by polishing a tile? Nanyue said, how can you become a Buddha by doing zazen? Mazu said, then how so? Nanyue said, when driving a cart, if it stops moving, do you whip the cart or the ox? Mazu was silent. In reviewing this case with y'all, if I say anything stupid or blasphemous, could you please just interrupt me and uh, say something? Because I, when I went to... Try and figure out what to say, I think I may have chewed off more than I can eat at this time. I also don't know idioms very well, so I think I got that idiom wrong too. But if you have to say something, please just say ah. something. So whenever whenever I come across a case, I try and imagine a setting and try to imagine it like a play or a movie and see what's going on in it. And in this case, I imagined uh, a temple without a roof outside by the mountains. And this is probably because uh, the first Dharma talk I heard Miyoshi give, he talked about this monk sitting outside um, in the night sky with snow falling down from the air and there being no roof. And the image has just stuck with me forever. So it it just pops up for me at all times. So in my head, these two monks are just sitting outside in this temple without a roof when the teacher asks him, what's your intention in doing zazen? Whenever we encounter a question like this, I never know who is the one asking and who is the one listening to the question. Is the question being asked by somebody a 1,000 years ago? Or is that question being asked today, right now? But I definitely felt that that question was being directed at me or at us in this moment to ask us, why are we sitting here doing zazen? What's the point of this? Is there an intention there or not? And so I would just like to direct the question at each one of you individually to, to ponder or to feel in yourself. Virtuous one, what's your intention in doing Zazen? There's so many layers to this question that we could probably just stop here and be done for the rest of the night. Or we can go around in a circle and everyone could share something and that could be the end of it. But I feel that Miyoshi asked me to say something and show, and so I should just keep talking about stuff. <laughs> so I think about a year ago, Miyoshi had asked something similar during some sort of discussion. And at that time, um, I had said something like, I don't, I don't even, we don't need any intentions. There's no purpose of having any sort of intention. Um, and I, I didn't know that that was part of the eight, Eightfold Noble Path. Uh, where there's, I think, right intention or right resolve is considered one of one important facet of it, and so he said something like, in- intention's very important," and I think he was saying, "I hope you, I hope you figure that out," um, because he's always guiding me sub- subtly that way to, to try and um, teach me something. Fortunately for us, the characters in this koan had something to say, and Mazu said, "My intention is to become a Buddha." And that just blew my mind because it never occurred to me that you could have that intention. Like, it almost sounds blasphemous to sort of intend to become a Buddha. Like, how, like what is that even about? And why is he even saying that? And I don't know if this is like a super popular teacher or, or has some other uh, incredible lineage. I don't know enough about the context of it. Um, and my, my understanding does not go that far. But how could he say that he wanted to attain Buddhahood? I thought this whole thing's about not attainment. And that's where this reminder that our intentions are the vows that we take. And these vows that we take are living things that we care for, moment by moment, day by day, month by month. And I don't think Mazu is saying that he's like obsessing over this idea in his head that how do I become a Buddha? How do I attain Buddhahood? I think he's saying something different here. Maybe he's saying Zazen is how I express the interconnectedness of Buddha. And so I had to sit with that for a little bit. Dogen had said this about intention. Zazen is inevitably the intention to become Buddha. And that Zazen is inevitably becoming Buddha with intention intention is prior to becoming a buddha and after becoming a buddha intention is the very moment of becoming buddha now here's where i gotta tell you my head started hurting when i came across this so don't think too hard about this you Mm -hmm. you might like get confused like i did with it just let it come and go i think i i don't know um instead consider this. At what moment does one become Buddha? Is there any moment that one is not Buddha? I suppose that it's possible that there are moments where we are not immersed in reality But even if we're not aware of it, are we still Buddha? And this reminds me of a part in Genjo Koan where I'm going to misquote this because I don't have it memorized, where I think Dogen said something like um, People who are Buddhas, people who are deluded, have all these extra experiences flowing through them, but people who are Buddha, don't experience anything in particular or anything special. And I think that's worth considering when reviewing this. So anyway, Mazu's teacher responded by grabbing a tile and polishing I guess I'm assuming that Mazu was Mazu's teacher was Nanyue. It could be possible that it's the other way around, um, because I may not have my lineage um correct. Um, but none of responded by grabbing a tile and polishing it on a rock. So I've held tiles in my hand and I've held rocks in my hand, but I didn't know you could polish a tile by, by rubbing it on a rock. I actually just thought that if you did that, you would just scratch the tile and ruin it. So I was thinking that this teacher just grabbed a, this beautiful tile and would start to grind it back into a rock and then called it a mirror. But I found, I actually had to do this little experiment for myself. So I found that, (laughs) I found that nothing actually happens when you try and grind a rock against the tile. Like I did it for a while and it looks exactly the same. Maybe it's a little dusty or dirty, but can you tell me like, is there a mirror here or not? (laughs) And was there a mirror before I grinded? I don't know. And I don't think I understand what Nanyue is trying to communicate there. But I think that's in part because I didn't understand what a mirror meant in Buddhism. So I searched it up on the internet and I came across this guy named Jundo Cohen who had to say this about it, that a cherished ancient image of the mind in Zazen is a clear mirror, boundless, extending everywhere. This mirror holds within and displays whatever comes, accepting all without preference or rejection. I'm not sure how true that is or how correctly that represents the concept. But do we have to polish or purify or clear away anything to access this mirror? Is that the point of Zazen? I'm not so sure. That's why I think Mazu asks then how can you make a mirror by polishing a tile? And that's why Nanue then remarks how can you become a Buddha by doing Zazen? And of course, how do you become a Buddha? And I think Mazu may be trying to play stupid here or is maybe honestly encountering some mistakes in this conversation. I'm not sure. Um, Because then NaNoi responds with something that also mystified me. Because he said, when driving a cart, if it stops moving, do you whip the cart or the ox? And again, I don't fully understand the idea of the ox in Buddhism. Um, I know that there are these 10 pictures called the Oxford pictures. They're supposed to be kind of like the steps or stages of enlightenment, maybe. Um, And they're beautiful pictures. If you've never seen them, you should search them up on the internet. You can find them on Wikipedia. And there's a a nice verse that goes with each one of them. And I think in one of those verses is also um, a symbol that sometimes becomes synonymous with Zen, which is like that circle thing with a, with a brush, that brush stroke in a, in a circle. Um, and so it it might be worth y'all to investigate that on your own. Um, but my understanding was perhaps that the ox maybe represented the mind that we so often rely on in the conventional world. And if so, this is what Suzuki Roshi had to say about that, that to stop your mind does not mean to stop the activities of mind. It means your mind pervades your whole body. With your full mind, you form the mudra in your hands. I think that intention as ideas and desires of attainment are like rocks scratching at the tile. The only thing that emerges is nothing mither the mirror either remains hidden or it was already there before we started to polish anything and if we treat our zazen like we're trying to purify something or trying to reveal something magical or trying to attain something it's probably not zazen it's probably something else and of course there's nothing wrong with that something else there are lots of other people uh, there are many therapists here who practice some form of Uh, meditation or teach some form of meditation that has imagery associated with it or um, other forms of meditation that can help relieve suffering and there's nothing wrong with that just that that might not be zazen. if we practice zazen to better ourselves or to be in the moment we're excluding others from it we're excluding things from the moment there's things that are in the moment or out of the moment and we're creating dualities that aren't actually there an ancestor once said that At the heart of the teaching is a practicing Buddha who does not seek to become a Buddha. As a practicing Buddha does not become a Buddha, the fundamental point is realized. The embodiment of becoming a Buddha is not becoming a Buddha. I think that there's nothing to become and that there's nothing to seek. That there's nothing to attain and with nothing to attain the bodhisattva depends on prajnaparamita and the mind is no hindrance and without any hindrance no fears exist and far apart from every perverted view the bodhisattva dwells in nirvana in the three worlds all buddhas depend on prajnaparamita and attain unsurpassed complete enlightenment There's a little more to the case that I was hesitating to share or not share. Because Nanyue kept talking after his remark about the ox. He said that if you practice sitting Zen, you practice sitting Buddha. If you practice sitting Zen, you will know that Zen is not about sitting or lying down. In the practice of sitting Buddha, the Buddha has no fixed form. And so I won't tell you what is Buddha and I won't say what is Zen. An ancestor had this to say about that. Those who see Buddha without knowing and understanding Buddha, see water without understanding water and see mountains without knowing mountains. To hastily conclude that what's happening in front of you is a dead end, is not the study of Buddha. Thank you.